You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. I can't do this all on my own, but we all know Rob's not here today. So Garth is here to play. Do, 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 do. Chris is Superman. Hello, I've been watching Scrubs a lot, can you tell? (laughs) It's the best TV show. (laughs) How are you, Garth? Oh. These intros crack me up. I'm <laughs> fine. You, How are you? <laughs> do you miss them when Rob's hosting? Yes, I think you should do them every time. <laughs> the problem is Rob really likes his intro. I know, but you know, just slide one in there. And for one time, Rob let me intro. Um, I kind of just bragged about it one WrestleMania weekend, which I did. I demolished WrestleMania weekend, not so much SummerSlam weekend. Who won the, those G1 predictions? Oh, Christ. I don't... I don't remember. Was it, who did you say would win G1? I can't remember. Like, I, I said Ibushi would win the G1, so like I think I've won that one, because I'm pretty sure Rob said Naito of a stupid cunt. Um, but no, apart from... Anyway. That, <laughs> yeah. Garth, you're going to be so proud of me, though. I watched oh. an actual movie last night. What did you watch? Um, it was a Studio Ghibli movie. What was it? Um, shit, what was it called? Oh, um, My Neighbor, to- My Neighbor Totoro. Oh yeah, it's good. It's so adorable. Like they all are, and then they have like a really sort of sinister, sort of but this underlying story. And then when the fucking wee kid starts crying, going, "My mum's going to die," I'm like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! No one warned me. No one warned yeah. me about that." Then again, my friend told me to stay away, away, away from one like something in the soil or something because like children just die. There's a couple where there are. I mean, there's one, I can't remember which one is, pretty much mass genocide. Yeah, I think that's the... <laughs> she told me, if you're going to watch that, watch it near someone you can hug. I'm like, oh, shit, is it that bad? She's like, yeah, it's that bad. Or a wrestle buddy. <laughs> well, well, Garth, if you want to invite me around to watch movies, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> well, on. Fucking... So, okay, so we are here today to talk about wrestling video games and... All related things. It's weird, Gaff, because when you, if you looked at like the Venn diagram between wrestling fans and video game fans, it would basically just be a circle. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like, it's just too completely. It's not something you naturally want to do. You naturally want to recreate in different aspects the wrestling you see on the telly with just what you actually want. Because if you watch WWE, yeah. you probably have booking decisions that are left to be desired. Well, that's it, and it's you've got the chance to do what you want to do rather than what they're doing on the telly. Yeah, exactly. Like if you look at what WWE do, well, I don't know now. I haven't watched Raw in months. Um, actually, have you watched Raw? How's Raw been? Haven't seen it. Oh, how's Impact been? <laughs> it's been good. I've I haven't really like watched full episodes. I've just been dipping in and out of like the YouTube stuff. But um, Bound for Glory's coming up sort of October time, so that'd be good. That's Portland. fucking approaching fast, isn't it? God, that's like six weeks away now, isn't it? Yep. What's the predicted card? I don't know, because the, 
they're still sort of running with... I mean, the last thing they did was this odd mini sort of weekend pay-per-view thing, and it was stupid shit like... Uh, I think it was the main event was Sonny Callahan versus Tommy Dreamer. It's like shit matches like that. That does sound pretty shit. Yeah. But no, I need to get sort of back into it. It's been quite busy. <laughs> well, to be fair... Playing video games? Yeah. Um, well, to be fair, I've mostly been just watching stardom since the g1 ended <laughs> which garth hates it whenever i bring up stardom because it's just completely outside of his comfort zone like not in a bad way i understand why it's outside your comfort zone because we have children wrestling for them but you know <laughs> you, you sound so uncomfortable right now i'm just yeah it's just like the stuff you put up it's just like uh... being fair i would definitely recommend um arisa versus jungle kiona i think that's the best women's match all year yeah yeah but to be fair it. to be fair like your main promotion has had ty valkyrie as their champion all year so like i wouldn't blame you if you forgot what women good women's wrestling looks like well she may be the champion but she's not the best wrestler she's not like she's not even in top five in impact is she no, I wouldn't like, see it. Above her was like Grace, Rosemary. Um, I'd put Havoc ahead of her just because she's willing to take stupid bumps. Yeah. And awesome. Tessa. I forgot I forgot about Tessa. How could I forget about Tessa? There was an mm-hmm. argument in the group chat the other day because I think Tony Storm's better than Tessa and you two don't agree. But anyway, <laughs> wrestling video, video games. Wrestling video games. So We'll this... have to caveat this with the fact that it's our top ten. Yeah, it's our top ten and we have, on purpose not included Aki wrestling games. So, like, your WCW versus NWOs, your, what do you call it? Yeah, your No Mercies, your, if you're going to be smart, <laughs> if you're going to be smarky about it, um, fuck, what's the Japanese one called? What was the Japanese, Gaff, I should be more prepared. Uh, yes, I can't remember, but, yeah, the one that it's all built around. Virtual Pro Wrestling, there we go. Um, actually, Virtual Pro Wrestling 2, I think, is the best one of a bunch. But then again, I am all about 90s old Japan. So, And it's weird, because John Laurinaitis is in that game. Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace. Now, Gav, looking at our list, is there, any, you, is there one game you want to quickly bring mention to? In the list that we have, or an honourable mention? Yeah, an honourable mention. Um, I think one that sort of almost got in... Um, sort of TNA Impact was quite good. That was sort of well, sh- shit on it a bit. But... The, we'll get into TNA Impact later in the list, believe it or not. But I, I love the story mode in that game because it's just ridiculous. <laughs> like just, the, the final boss that, is Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> the fact they had to sort of stunt what they were doing with it and drop X amount of moves and drop all the ideas that they had is quite sad. But, you know, the publishers wanted it out. And um, I wanted to mention, I forgot to mention it in the, our chat. Actually, I don't know if you ever played it on the original Xbox, Raw 2. You did actually mention that one. I played Raw 1, which is shite, but I've seen that like. Dreadful. I've seen videos of Raw 2. That's one where you set traps, isn't it? Raw 2 was fucking great. Like, the, the creation suite on it was really good. The graphics were excellent for the time. And nah, I spent fucking hours on that thing. It was brilliant. <laughs> Ah, well, what do I, there was one I really wanted to bring attention to, but I've completely forgotten what it was. Actually, it was TNA Impact I wanted to bring mention to, but again, later in the list, that can sort of be tied in. Um, there was also, shit, what was it? Oh, it will probably come back to me later on. But anyway, 
number 10 on our list is one I know basically nothing about apart from when New Legacy Inc. play it. Um, Wrestling Empire. <laughs> so I'm going to let Garth take away with this one. Yes, Wrestling Empire. A very old... Well, yeah, it is. 20 years 20 years now? Hang on. I'm, oh. Wrestling um, Empire. Well, I think his first game was sort of... He did um this sort of... It was a Hardy Boys rip-off sort of thing. It was a Hardy Boys <laughs> challenge stunt thing. That was like about 2001, maybe. Um, and that seemed to get quite a big sort of following at the time. And then he went on to do sort of a boxing game. And then he went and did just little bits and bobs. But then I think it was about... When did he do... Like all this time, I think he'd been developing Wrestling Empire. It's just what it's made by one guy, Matt Dickey's called M Dickey, and um, yeah, Wrestling Empire was like sort of. He's always said it was sort of built on influence from like No Mercy, like Super Fighter Pro, Wrestlefest. What he wanted to do though was introduce the book inside of it and the a, full, a proper career mode, um, where. You got to sign contracts. You had to uphold sort of agreements you'd made. You had to even had to negotiate things like health. So if you got injured, you didn't get paid, and that impacted on your training. It impacted on the gear that you wore. It impacted on the, the moves you could do. And it was it was so in depth, for, especially for the time. And when it was released, it was it obviously couldn't use licenses, so he just made up names. But the the community was so sort of feverish behind it it sort of absolutely lit up the internet at the time and I remember downloading fucking hundreds and hundreds of files with texture packs and all this sort of stuff and it's clunky as hell, it was clunky as hell then but it had a system where a bit like Fire Pro you could go in and you could, by chance you could hit your finisher and finish a match off the bat straight away Mm -hmm. or you would try your finisher and you, you wouldn't be able to pull it off and Things like injuries played into your matches. You would go into a match and you'd be limping and your, your health bar would be half. Um, loads of backstage stuff. There was like The story mode was so deep. And on top of that, you released the book inside of it where you were the owner of the promotion. So you didn't actually fight the matches. You just you set them out. You could determine who won a match. It was just so in-depth. I mean, talking not a massive game made by one guy, but I mean, it's out there. You can download it for free, I think, now. Um, it's such a good game. It's worth checking out. I mean, it'll play on pretty much... I mean, it'll probably play on an Android. He released... Well, it's mobile versions. Yeah, he did, like, Wrestling Revolution, Wrestling Revolution 3D. Like, Revolution was the first one he did on the phone. It was, like, a 2D, 2D one, because Empire was, like, 3D. And, again, it was clunky and it looked a bit shitty, but... You could sort of look past it because it was so engrossing. So I can confirm def- that Wrestling Empire is now free. So I might actually check this out because this sounds pretty fucking dope. It's really <laughs> fucking good, and like you can, like I say, that there's still there's still forums and stuff out there where you can get the oh, texture packs. The, so the official just... the official forum here has a um, whole mod section of the website. So yeah, you can download real world ones. You can download fucking Marvel ones. It's just <laughs> such a good game. I really. I really want to do a Podmania one. 
just free. I think I'll just, I'll just be free, free wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely deserve to be on the list. I think it's it's a tall underrated gem because it never really gets talked about. It, so- it sounds like one of those really like you had to be a smack on the internet back in your and Rob's day. Oh, probably like I mean I remember seeing. I think I read about it in a magazine. Someone had sort of. It was in a probably in a wrestling magazine. The copyright was like from... a. 2000 by the way so it's 19 years old yeah so Jesus. one i'm sure it was like one screenshot i saw and someone said oh you can be the owner of a promotion i was like fuck i want it and i think i paid for it back then as well every smack wants to do that exactly love it like but, we, yeah. we all armchair um, book but when push comes to shove can we do it this game proves whether or not you can do it in most cases probably not i can imagine you being ruthless gaff like properly vincing it um, I I can't remember honestly. I can't. I remember I did one career mode where you start off as a rookie, obviously, and I worked my way all the way up. I think I went through about seven or eight years, and then I ended up running a promotion, and it was I just made everything absolute hardcore matches. <laughs> so you, so you full on massage with that shit. It's just like okay, I'm so, going to become the best thing in the world, and then start my own company because who the fuck is going to stop me? I am Garth. Yeah. Jackson. Now, num- <laughs> number nine is WWE All-Stars. Now, oh man, I love this game. I haven't played it in ages because my brother broke my fucking Xbox, but I fucking love <laughs> this game. Yeah. Like, when you think about the totally time... different. That, when you think about the time when this was released, literally the only thing we were getting was the annual SmackDown vs. Raw game, and by this point, it was like 2010, 2011. They were getting a tiny bit stale at this point. And yeah. like we had that Legends of WrestleMania release the year before, I believe. Oh, that was pretty piss poor. Like it's weird because it's like Garth's ideal roster in that game. Everyone <laughs> being completely like oh, I, I all, bought that game on release. Yeah, no, all these eighties and nineties favourites. And then like it's just not a fighting it's like a, it's literally like a quick time game Shite. game. Like it's for pe it's for old people who didn't play video games. Nah, I think this this All Stars one came at the perfect time because it totally shook up. No, exactly. The idea of a wrestling game. Maybe the same people who made um, TNA Impact. They carried San Diego. Yeah, they mm-hmm. carried which used to be that subsidiary of Midway. And yeah, what I find really funny is um, that well, not it's not funny per se. But like TNA Impact is completely shat on, but bring over the exact same engine and make it completely crazy, and it works. Yeah, I think it, it, it's the style helps it a lot. Yeah, the art style and stuff. That's what I was gonna say. It's there, it's an updated version of number eight on our list. <laughs> like in terms of how it's set out, like everything is completely like. Bonkers. Yeah, like like you can't take it seriously. It's all like your 2010 favorites. Fattling your 80s and 90s favorite. It's weird with the cut because it's weird. Triple H and Shawn Michaels are on the current roster side. When at the time yeah. I was like, they sort of fit more on the 80s and 90s side. I mean, what did it come out? It came out in 2011. 2010. It came out on literally everything. Oh yeah. PS2, yeah. PS3, had, PSP, Wii, on, Nintendo. I had it because it could run on everything. It runs on everything. Yeah. Like I, I need to actually see how much 3DS version is because I want that shit on the go. I just remember it being like. It was almost like a sort of fighting game where you sort you could do combos and, but it was still quite in depth. Like it was fun, but it was quite deep, and the graphics were amazing, and just the 
the sort of contrast in the roster. Um, just loved all that sort. Oh man, it's like fifteen quid on the three DS. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and we also had um, the career mode in it was quite cool because it, again it was completely over the top, not deep at all. Like some things will be going into later in this list, but just fun that's enough. It like kills it kills the champions. Yeah, it kills a couple hours, which is all these kind of games need to do, and they're really fun for a night out with the lads. All the cutscenes are really good, and you had Paul Bearer and the Undertaker on one side of it, and then Randy Orton on the other. Like, yeah, and like we didn't lock, it up. we didn't lock anything um, behind a a paywall or b career mode. Like the only thing you unlocked by got running someone for a career mode was you got their alternate outfit. That was it. Yeah, they did release packs later, but I think they released them for free. No, I think we released packs, but like we released them for a cheap and b long enough after the fact to not have been just cut away from the original game. Yeah, I think they did. Like it was like I'm sure it was like um, Dusty and Cordy. That was free. Our truth was free, and there was a, a Legion of Doom one. I think that was only like a quid or something. I'm not being funny, Gaff. I had this on the Wii and the free uh, and the PSP, so I couldn't get these DLCs. Oh God! <laughs> to be fair, it's the same on every system. <clears throat> so like, it's not like when I had the SmackDown vs Raw games and I was missing out on a few features. Like, you literally yeah. aren't missing anything depending on what version you get. Like, you're good to go no matter what. It's um, I've got it upstairs. I might crack it on later. Do you think this might be the way you get your kids into wrestling, Gaff? All stars, or the <laughs> next one? Or the next one? Um, which Actually, w- no. I want to mention on that all stars, um, the fantasy, the fantasy warfare thing that they have on it. That's I great. That. Um, it like was sort and, of old uh, versus new. Yeah, you had like Andre versus Big Show, Cena versus Hogan, um, Sheamus versus the Ultimate Warrior. It was just I, I like the way the. Um, they had the video package before and they made it look like it was a proper sort of they were promoing against each other. No, exactly. Which really was, good. And like the fact that they managed to get Hulk Hogan in the game, considering he was in TNA at the time, mm. <laughs> was money, quite money. it's quite fun. But again, Hulk Hogan owns his own name and likeness and that's he where he is. Right. So But no, this is a really good game. Especially it, like a break from the norm. Oh yes, really. Like if you just want a fun arcadey wrestling game which too fact a ton of the bottom half of this list is made up of yeah um you can't really go wrong but like it's an updated version of next on our list which is wrestlefest which i'm sure garth has many fond memories of i do wrestlefest uh originally released in 1991 so how how many years before you were born um one two three four five six six jesus Released in arcades only until I think what 2013 or something like that. And like then no, in like 2011 it came out on mobile devices, and quickly took it down. Yeah, no, because um, that it probably wasn't doing too well, and I don't know why they'd have taken. Yeah, that's the thing. We probably only had the license for the wrestlers for so long. It's kind of like well, you'll, was... see, you'll see that like old SmackDown vs. Raws are taken down off of the yeah. Xbox Store and all that. So it's just sort of the nature of the beat. It's a shame though because it, like, it was a really good remake. WrestleFest is the it's a game that I, rem- I remember just going and this is going to sound so fucking old, but I remember going <laughs> to the arcades and playing, um, pumping in me twenty pences, uh, and I mean it was incredibly hard. Oh, it is because if you got pinned. You had to smash that button so fucking fast. You're, um, you're going to hate me. It had the Royal Rumble in it. 
Yeah, they had two modes. They had like tag team and, it was and Royal so Rumble. Good. I mean, playing that with like your mate, and they had the little promo bits beforehand, like the really shit graphics with a little bit of speech in it. And the roster was amazing, and the graphics were chunky, sort of sixteen bit perfection. Sixteen <laughs> <laughs> bit perfection. Um, Just loved it. You're gonna hate me, Garth. I first played this on a um, emulator. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on Mame. Um, but but to be fair. There was literally no other way I could play it. Nah, you're not going to find these arcades around much. I played this. I used to play this. I used to... Here's a flashback. I used to go swimming on a Saturday morning with all my mates. Then we'd go... But hang on, the... they invented swimming pools back in your day. Fuck, I know. We had a slide, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, used to do the swimming. Then we'd go to the five-a-side courts, play some footy. Then go to... The galleries in Washington and go and play on the arcades and the in-shops. And this is always the one I want to go on. Everyone else playing on uh, Street Fighter 2, which was brand new at the time. Um, yep, it just came out then. Okay, um, I've got the roster list up for you here, Gaff, And I'm pretty sure... Ever, so there was Hulk Hogan. Yep. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. The Million Dollar Man, Ted, um, Ted DiBiase. Yep. Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man. <laughs> <laughs> um... Return and they returned from the previous arcade game, WWF Superstars, but then expanded, oh, yeah. expanded on that game. Yes. Yeah, well, here's the thing: you have Jake the Snake, Earthquake, Mr. Perfect, Sergeant Slaughter, and Demolition Smashing Crush. LOD were non-playable, made non-playable um, appearances as bosses. Right. So you could, so you couldn't play as them. I had. I'm sure I had. Um... That the the one before this on the Spectrum or the Amiga, and you only had three characters. All right, so the <laughs> remake was released in 2012 up for the for iOS devices, and included Undertaker, John Cena, Randy Orton, and Rey Mysterio, along with The Rock, Stone Cold, Jake Roberts, and Randy Savage, who was not in the original. Why wasn't he in the original? Uh, when did it come out? Ninety one. Oh, he'd be um, retired. He'd have lost to Warrior. Maybe I used just on as well or finished or commentating. Yeah, you'd be commentating at this point. Um, and then there was DLC for it, <laughs> which is how they get you. Um, featuring Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Sheamus, CM Punk, Boss Man. Jesus. And then um, and then in March, there was Zack Ryder, The Miz, Alberto Del Rio, Sergeant Slotty, and Yokozuna. And the WrestleMania 27 arena, I think you can skip that one. And that was like all paid DLC. Yeah, no, because there's there's six different DLC packs. Jesus. Another one had Road Warrior, Big Show, R Truth, Christian, and WCW Nitro. <laughs> Brilliant. And then there was one with Jericho, Brian, Mark Henry, Eddie Guerrero, Mister Perfect, Edge, and Aurora's War Arena. That's a pretty good pack, to be fair. So that was, like, so that like, if you add all those in, that's quite a big. Yeah. But, roster. Oh, so how much must that cost? <laughs> Yeah, like, I doubt, yeah, I was about to say he's probably out a quid each. Um, then there was Cody, Kane, Roddy Piper, Million Dollar Man, Sin Cara, and the classic. What I love is that you have to pay to get the people who are in the original game back in it. <laughs> and then yeah. there's what the last one had Batista, Dusty, Dolph, um, Kofi, Kevin Nash, and SummerSlam. Man, I wish that was still on there. T- Why didn't it, I buy it? <laughs> um, to be fair, you'd probably be long gone to history by now, Gaff. Oh, oh well. It's such a shame because I had it because I jailbroke my iPod Touch to play it. <laughs> Might do mine. No, it's... I mean, 
that that original WrestleFest was so good. It's just the it like it's not deep, but it's an arcade. It's like again, classic arcade fun. Um, hard as balls. Is it is it the hardest wrestling game? On the on the arcade, it definitely was. Um, there's a mode and number four that I think might be harder. I think um. I don't know, I think the TNA game was pretty difficult when you got oh, further the in the Oh, the TNA story. game was pretty difficult, but that's because the controls were rubbish. And it was pretty sly. <laughs> yeah. Like, what I hated was on the TNA game, if you had it on the PS2, you had to play as Suicide, whereas you got it on for 360, you got to make your own character. But the characters look shit on it. I, I guess. To be fair, the actual graphics on TNA Impact weren't that bad. Oh, no, I thought they were really good. Yeah, um, I know Jeff Hardy was meant to be in that game, but he started no showing events. <laughs> and it went and back to he, WWE. And when he did show up, he was high as a kite. <laughs> no, that was t- that was 2012. Yeah, that was great. Well, <laughs> that was great. Uh, the best moments of TNA are actually the worst moments of TNA. Now, Gav, you, I know nothing about this one, Day of Reckoning. Don't, yes. But not Day no. of Reckoning 2, why not? Day of Reckoning 2, it is. So. Oh, it's, it only said Day of Reckoning on my one. <laughs> Should have Day of Reckoning 2. Damn it, Rob. Um, yes, number seven on the list, Day of Reckoning, released uh, August, September 2005. GameCube only. So it's so I this game... At, at this time, it was all segmented. So you had SmackDown vs. Raw on the PS2. You had... Mm-hmm. Shit, well, what was... Oh, it's the Raw series. Well, you had the ones... Oh, oh, oh SmackDown... Oh, yeah, I forgot. It was like SmackDown on PS2, Raw on Xbox, and then <laughs> Day of Reckoning on you GameCube. Had... Yeah, and I mean, just before, I mean, when the original SmackDown had come out, you had the N64 games, so they were sort of kicking the piss out of everybody. <laughs> but I mean, this is this was made by Ukes and THQ, so it was sort of following on from the N64 stuff. A lot of it's the same engine, which they did away with some of the stuff, like the the story building within the matches. But other than that, I mean. It was just a really, really good game. The graphics were excellent for the time. You could the create sort of system was as good as the other games were, like SmackDown versus Raw. Um, with it being the GameCube's, I mean, the GameCube only had three wrestling games. There was this, Day of Reckoning one, and WrestleMania eighteen. I had that. I had WrestleMania eighteen, but not Day of Reckoning. Um, it was all right. It was fine. <laughs> like but the definition this one, of fine. The best thing about this was the the story mode. It's I think it's the only game where the story mode carries on from the previous game. Oh, really? So, if you've done a career, you pick up in the new game. So it's full on Mass Effect. <laughs> it's brilliant, and the story was so good. I mean, the story in the first one is pretty much you're a member of um in the, that's in the first direction. You're a member of uh, Evolution. Mm-hmm. Or you become a member when they get rid of Randy Orton. And then you have this big feud and sort of decisions you make depend on who you you sort of go with. But basically this second one picks up your the top dog on Raw. It's a year after sort of WrestleMania 20 and um, Evolution and No More, so you're not part of that. So... Um, the heavyweight championships with Triple H, so then you start having a feud with trying to get back up to him. Um, but it's just the sort of twists and turns the story takes, and the cutscenes are really good, and it, the fact that it didn't have voice acting sort of hurt it a little bit. It was mainly all text. 
but that also meant that the story could change. It wasn't no, the same every time. That's my biggest issue with, especially um, SmackDown vs. Raw 2008, which tried to do this big freeform type thing. Like, you could do mm-hmm. different things every day. But then also it was the same cookie-cutter stories all the time. Because you had the, vo- the voice. Yeah. The audio. But um, it's really good. It's I mean, it's... um. It's like the main story of it is you fell out with Triple H after the disbanded. He's the champion. You fall down the ranks, and then <laughs> Triple H loses a match with I think it's Chris Jericho. I think it's Jer- I think it's Jericho. He loses a match, so the titles are for grabs. But then the belt goes missing. So you're having to gather information and you're having to track down the belt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a detective story. <laughs> that is not how I thought it would go. Um, but it's good. I mean, you sort of create, you get allies along the way, and you have feuds with people, and um, and then you end up just having a match at the end, sort of against Triple H at the next Mania. Of but course, Triple H is the final boss. <laughs> but it's a uh, the, the actual gameplay is really good. Um, the sort of GameCube controller was. Not the most intuitive to oh, use. But shut up! The GameCube think... controller is sexy. I love that it was... controller. It used the A button a lot. The yes. big green one. So... I've just brought down my GameCube controller for my shelf, Gaff, and like I'm holding it in my hand, and it 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 fits like a glove. It's quite sexual, actually, Gaff. It's those triggers were absolutely horrible. Like, because you had to like click it yeah. in. Yeah. Do you not like that? I love that shit. I I actually gaff bought a GameCube controller adapter for my Switch. I've got one for my uh, Wii, I think. Oh, I bought a GameCube uh, controller for the Wii. Even. I was about to say, don't we just have them on the side of the Wii? Yeah, I've I had to buy one for it just to play this game, even because I've, <laughs> I've kept a hold of it all these years. Um, and I, the only reason I kept my Wii is to play this and a couple of other GameCube games. But no, one of my favorites. Um, it's a shame no, not many people have played it. Well, that's the problem. The only, of, the, only thing was, on the, GameCube. the only thing that stopped me from playing it is how expensive it is now. Well, it's relatively expensive. Like I, Well, every time I come across I've never looked for it, but every time I come across it in a shop, it's, it's like 15 quid. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not oh. about paying that for a not new wrestling game. I've had it since day one. <laughs> and the other one as well. Day one-ish. Uh, yep. Uh, anyway, now one I can actually talk about. SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 slash 6. I think they should sort of be on equal pegging. They are pretty much the same game anyway, aren't they? Yeah, like, both have really good career modes, both have really good GM modes, which we'll both get into. Now, the, the roster for 2007 is a bit weird. <laughs> Gaff. Some of the distinguished names on it, I've written them down here. Vito. <laughs> Do you remember him? <laughs> <laughs> the Italian yes. guy who walks under the dress. Um, there yeah. was also. Did he not have a? Oh, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking something. Yeah, there was. A... <laughs> <laughs> We're very different people. Um, SmackDown vs Raw 2006 had Christy Hemi and Joy Giovanni, or whatever her name was. Who the hell's that? Exactly. Um, shit. Who else was there? There was Viscera. Which hmm. was ab- amazing. Um, Kid Cash in a weird oddity in WWE history. Wow. I know. Like, you forget he was with WWE for a while. 
Because he's like mm-hmm. Mr. X Division or whatever. He was, uh, he was just a mean motherfucker as well. This is the, this, I mean, 2007, this came out on PS2 and 360, didn't it? So yeah. it was obviously bridged the two sort of gener- like generations. Yeah, but like, you, they managed to do it amazingly with 2007, and then you look at 2000, and um, then you look at 2K15, which just shat the bed. Yeah. I don't know, like, 2006 was the first game I got. It's weird, because it was also on the PSP, and the PSP versions are basically the same. Like, graphically yeah. downgraded, obviously. But, like, they're basically the same game. Um, I, I honestly think I played on twenty in 2007, I think I played the GM mode more on the PSP, because it was easier. No, exactly. You just have it in your pocket. It's great. Um, but first of all, the career mode, which was, there were some ludicrous stories in there. There was the Legends Tour. <laughs> Which you would mm-hmm. get if you... You could only get if you pick characters who were in other stories. Yeah. So like if you pick like RVD or John Cena or some, something, who of course are on the SmackDown story where Teddy Long gets ran over. That's, a <laughs> fu- that's quite the overarching narrative. <laughs> um, and then you go on this weird Legends tour and you're like, no, I want a title shot and also want to find out who hurt Teddy Long. And it's like, what? When did the Legends tour even become a thing? And also, how are you wrestling the British Bulldog? He is dead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, what about all the guys that are dead? No, like, you wrestle the British Bulldog, you wrestle with Bret Hart, who is, like, two years removed from a stroke. <laughs> Harsh. No, but no, he was literally two years removed from a stroke. <laughs> uh, this uh, one, um, this is actually, like, 2007, like, mm-hmm. when I was looking at, like, the ratings and stuff, this is the second highest rating on our list. Oh, really? What's the highest? Just give me a number. You highest don't need... The highest rated on the highest our... rated is on number three, eighty-five percent on Metacritic. That this makes sense. Is 80, this is eighty percent overall. Interesting. So, yeah, I think it's the GM mode. I think a lot of people really love that mode. Yeah, even love... though it did oh, have its problems. Very quickly, some more funny stories. There was JBL being behind Eric Bischoff stripping all the belts. That was a that was a proper Russo booking. <laughs> right there, and also you get a point where Shel- you're tag team in a tag team with Shelton Benjamin because he's annoyed that he beat Triple H but can't do it again. <laughs> it's weird. If you want to just relive it again, I'd recommend watching. There's this guy I follow on YouTube called Pulse, and he did the career modes of these. Brilliant. And it's fun. And like he did it with she- like he did it with Kid Cash for Hurricane Carlito and Booker T. So he's just memeing his way all the way through it. There was someone similar to that who was doing a. Korean mode on one of the later games that we're going to be talking about. Um, and it was, <clears throat> yeah, equally hilarious. <laughs> anyway, the, GM, the GM mode's really, like, fun. It's, like, not on the level of some of the booking sims we have on here, but, like, for a side mode, it's really in-depth. The side mode and the time and the fact it was a console game, it was deep. I, I mean, you had budget management. No, exactly. Which, to be fair, I'm surprised given what you do for a living, Garth, that you want to... to... Well, you know, sometimes I can't get enough of those spreadsheets. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> oh man, I'm sick of just sitting at my desk crunching numbers all day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run this promotion and crunch for numbers. Um, <laughs> it was very easy to cheat, though, because like popularity was kind of based off of overall. So, yeah, but also, high. any creator character automatically had very low, um, had very low prices, so you could just cheese it, like Brit, 
yeah. bring it in the say um import a safe file like AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, or whatever, all your TNA favorites of the time. Just have basically have TNA and not have any money issues throughout the whole year. And win like TNA did at the time. <laughs> TNA were not winning at the time. <laughs> like, like it's not even like a joke, Garth. It's just factually incorrect. It's like if I, it's like if I said, Garth, your fingers are made of cheese. They're objectively not made of cheese. How do you know? You don't know what I've been touching. Well, Garth, that's a lovely image. But yeah, like um, again, if you want to experience gym mode but don't want to actually play it, the, have you have you actually watched the up 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 down down gym gym mode? No, I've never seen any of their stuff. Just... It's basically um Xavier Woods and um Tyler Breeze just doing gym mode together. One took Raw, one took SmackDown. Class. It's gr- <laughs> it's just it's just good fun, and sometimes just because we do it backstage, just other. Wrestlers come in, so like Jack Gallagher was just randomly on one, and it's just, and it's just real. I need to watch that. Did you say um, follow that channel? But I used to get so many notifications from it. That's the problem. He does upload a lot, especially considering he's like we wonder like why does Xavier never wrestle? It's because he's running a gaming channel. Um, it's it's just really fun. Actually, the best episode of Up Up Down Down is um, Kevin Owens brought his son on and they played Sonic Adventure. <laughs> And his son, yes. son's like, this is real old, and Kevin's like, shut up. <laughs> um, I mean, even like as far as like the, the controls and things with this were better because the would update the grappling system and stuff like that. Yeah, they had um, weight detection, so you no longer had like Rey Mysterio slamming the big show. <laughs> yeah, and you could throw them sort of any direction. I think. Is yeah. That right? Is that was one way you could move the people? Um, I think yeah. that was oh eight. That was introduced. It? Yeah, but um, no, but another problem with um, 07's controls, but it's partly why it didn't have that number one, was if you were like Rey Mysterio going up against the big show, you couldn't even kick in. Yeah, it's like it just block it, wouldn't it? Yeah, it took um, weight. Like I think it took until our number one to get like weight distribution completely right. <laughs> um, but it's always fun when you turn that shit off and you just have Rey Mysterio hitting fucking. And just put ludicrous moves on Rey Mysterio to have him throw on the big show. It's just... It's, like I d- Hurricane Ron on the big show. <laughs> it's just big show doing a massive... Like, it's weird. Like, uh, that's why I love these, because in no other thing are you going to have Great Cali taking a burning hammer. <laughs> and, like, that definitely plays into number two when we get to it. Yeah. But, yeah, well, I don't know, Gaff. Do you have any fun memories playing on 7? I just remember at the time, because I think this was the first wrestling game I had on the 360. And I just remember thinking the graphics were just that bit better. You could see where on the previous one they'd pushed the PS2 to its limit. And then, and obviously the, the original Xbox didn't have any of these games. So to get that on the 360 and the create suite was so much better. Um, and you had audio, like the, the wrestlers were like sort of talking and stuff on it. And just the whole shine of it, just it, I, I remember spending a lot of time just because it looked so good. The entrances were amazing. I mean, that's something that the SmackDown games have always got right, is like a really good feel. Oh, oh yeah, it's that, it, you feel like the, you're at a WWE event. One thing that mm-hmm. got me about, in two, about last thing about 2007's career mode, because I only talked about 2006's, was, was the first SmackDown um, storyline is between Benoit and, and Undertaker, and you're caught in the middle. And like there's just one that's like, Benoit's went missing and we don't know what he's doing. It's like, ugh. <laughs> oh, no. You know, like when something just 
resonates way yeah. too much. It's just un- like it's, I'm not even reading into it. That's exactly what they're saying. It's like Benoit could be anywhere. Oh no, Jesus. Oh God. And on that fucking note, on move, that note, <laughs> moving on to our number five, which five. is another one I barely played. Gaff, so you're gonna have to take this is here. one. I'm familiar with and I've played a bit, but it's one that Rob really sort of... Oh, is this just here because... Is, is this one of those ones where it's only on the list because Rob put it really high up? Um, I mean, it does deserve to be on this list because it's one of a kind, hey, in a way. Hey, hey. We're talking about Total Extreme Warfare, TW. Um, we didn't specify a year. No, I mean... It's much of a muchness, really. It's basically it's it's football manager for wrestling. That's the best way to describe it. They don't drastically change; they just have slight improvements each time. And he only does a release every few years. Um, but this is one where basically you own a promotion. You have to do all the hiring of the talent, the ring crew, the ring, the lighting, like literally. Everything and anything you can think of a wrestling promotion would need to do, you are that. You hire the agents, they can do the matches, but you can interfere. You can decide storylines. Honestly, there's hundreds and hundreds of just story notes where you put them together to make your own little storylines. Um, it ticks through day to day. You have contract, you have... It's so in-depth. I mean, it's quite... When you first get into it, it's quite sort of intimidating. But... No, that's actually my one. Like so, I so two thousand and five is free. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded that, and then I opened it. Saw the wealth of options available to me, and I was like, "No, I'm out. Fuck, fuck, fuck this." And it's and it's still relatively an ugly game to look at. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not appealing at all. That's another. It's like this is not pretty enough to be this complicated. I'm running away. Um, Which is what again, I said about my last uh, relationship. Eh? Wait. <laughs> that was so, like, that was so um, mean. <laughs> a lot like Wrestling Empire, it, it's it's sort of it's held up by its modern community. And again, you can literally mod this any way you want. That is exactly what you said when I was like, should I get this? And you're like, yes, the real world mod. And I'm like, Gaff, I know nothing about put- making mods work. <laughs> like, literally, I've been looking into like modding um fire pro and i'm just like oh god so many things <laughs> i'm scared of i mean most of it's just um it, it'll it tends to be for total extreme it will be one or two sort of config files which sets up all the data and then you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures which are everything from wrestlers and managers pictures to backgrounds um, logos for promotions, logos for every show you could possibly think of. There are, I mean, the, I used to always run a one where it was the old school stuff, so it was of course, 80s. Of course you fucking 80s, did. 80s to 90s, and then I would have a separate game running modern day, and then there was stuff doing where you could do all the Japanese stuff, where you could do all the Puerto Rican stuff, literally. Any... Puerto Rican. There was a specific one for the Puerto Rican scene. Oh, yeah, there was, which is basically there was, just for colognes. But, Basically, you would have like a South American territory, and then within that, it would be all the different promotions, and then you have a North American territory. You can make the game as big as you want it to be. It's fucking huge, and it's because it's just a database. It doesn't 
take up a lot of memory or system use, so it runs on pretty much anything. And when you do get into it, when it gets its hooks into you, that's it. That's all you're fucking thinking about. <laughs> I remember playing it, God, would it be about 2008, maybe? And I'll be at work, and I'll be writing shit down, making storylines, <laughs> not doing any work. Being fair, Gaff, you keep to- you keep doing stuff like that now. <laughs> like You'll be sending us ideas, and it's like, how, how, how are you doing this? It's like, oh, I'm just at work. It's like, okay. It's nice. That's nice to see. I can multitask at work. If Gaff's um, boss is listening, I'm joking. Um, Mo- modern, modern, modern technology makes it possible, whereas back in the day, I literally had to write shit down <laughs> and then print it out and take it home and then do my ideas. But I like the thought this... of you using office resources to print out your wrestling ideas. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't even get. I was, you I, didn't even get like. A... I was working for. No- I was working for Northern Rock then. They were. They were. Fucking handed out money like it was going out of business. Oh shit, it did. <laughs> that, that's a very well constructed joke, Garth. Well done. But this, no, this definitely deserves it. And anyone who's listening who hasn't played this and would like the idea of a very, very in depth football manager type franchise type thing, give it a shot. It's worth a shot. It's, it is intimidating, but like I say, when you get into it, it's so fucking. It. Grossing. See, I like the idea that also, Gareth, you know that when I when a wrestling game gets its hooks into me, it really, really mm-hmm. gets its hooks into me. Which honestly, like, I think if you spent a few hours with it to get used to the layout and get used to where things are, because that's the hardest thing. It's like, how do I go in and tell this guy's a heel now? And it's about three different menus you have to go through, which makes it hard. But then when you start getting used to it. It's like anything, it just becomes second nature and that's when you really start sort of getting hooked. It's really good. Well, well I, <laughs> I, I might check it out, but also, holy shit, but it's intimidating. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, like, I mean, it's, it's like Tinder. <laughs> you can you can get, you can demo of the most recent ones, which I think are a little bit more streamlined. Yeah, well, I'm thinking so you're going to do it. Because you said there's a new one coming out soon, didn't you? Next year, 2020, yeah. So I might wait for that to come out, and then when the price of the last one drops, grab that one. Yeah. And, it's worth a shot. Anywho, we're on to like four games I actually know about now, so I can actually join in the conversation. Um, WWE 2K14. Number four, yes. was the whole reason I bought my brother's Xbox 360 off of him. <laughs> Literally, I, my brother had the four gigabyte Xbox 360, the arcade or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, I mean... And I bought that this office. Was... I know I traded him an office chair for it, and <laughs> and it was a shitty office chair. I got the better end of the deal. No, I traded him an office. This and was this the first one that Two K took over. They took over, but like they didn't develop it. It was mostly a Two K. It was mostly still a THQ. Yeah, production. They just sort of branded it. Yeah, because THQ, of course, went out of business. And because I mean, WWE twelve and thirteen were quite good. 13, 13 was good. 13 was real good. Um, but the problem is it was too Attitude Era focused. So, like, yeah. you, you, well, it was cool. You had, like, The Rock, Stone Cold, Mankind, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. But then you also just had Ken Shamrock and, like, no disrespect to Jam- Ken Sa- Shamrock. Actually, I'd say you wouldn't put the world title on him. I did. In <laughs> WWE 13. <laughs> like, him and Randy Orton had a legendary feud on yeah. Chris's Raw. But no, it was SmackDown. I never put Randy Orton anywhere but SmackDown. But no, two, 
<laughs> this is back. Uh, no, okay. Again, I had for two, WWE 13. I had the Wii version, so I, I didn't have. I couldn't go into community wow. creations. No, <laughs> no, I remember when I got 2K14. You needed Xbox Live to go on community creations for 2K14. Yeah. So literally, I just got my some. My friend had a um code for two weeks and for those two weeks i very carefully selected my cause and like at the time tna was my main jam tna and ring of honor were my main yeah. jams so like it was all like magnus was on there bram um angle <laughs> ec3 yeah rockstar spud oh christ this is such a t- late 2013 this is such a good time for tna <laughs> 2k14 was such a good Game, oh, like, the engine like... was the height of this engine. It was just so good. Um, you could easily put together really good matches. The universe mode introduced rivalry, so it was a bit more like GM mode. Problem is, the rivalries weren't great, but they were still fun. Um, the roster was like this was uh, fight me in 2013. WWE had a great roster and a great product. Well, not great, but like a really good. I was still watching weekly, but mm-hmm. I, then I discovered New Japan, and I'm like, nope, never going back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, like this is by far the best wrestling game on the previous gen. Like yeah, three sixty PS3. For me, this is the antithesis of like my purest time as a wrestling fan. Like before, yeah. I got into like the dirt sheets and the rag sheets. Before I became one of those people sitting in their bedroom watching Joshi wrestling. Um, it's about on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joshi will be brought up on number two, Garth. You believe me? Um, <laughs> with two. Like I was just in- playing it for the pure joy of loving wrestling, and like just I just stuff that gets laughed at nowadays. Like I, the thought because it happened at Triple Mania, like the thought of a Rey Mysterio, Sin Cara feud is a bit shit. Sounds a bit shit, but I, I think it'll be good. But you see, my one also had Eddie Guerrero, and they all three of them feuded over the World Heavyweight Championship for about half a year in my universe. <laughs> And it was amazing. I remember loving that universe mode. Oh, the universe uh, mode. It's for easily the most time I've ever spent in the universe mode. Um, the What was it? The um, 30 Years of Mania as well. But, that was really oh, good. I love that. Like, that's how I learned a lot about WWE history. Because I could... This is pre-network. Was it? Yeah, no. This is... Yeah, this is like just before the... Net, this is like six months before the network came out over here. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, this is how I learned about a lot of WWE history because otherwise it was just like odd bits you'd pick up on DVDs you find in charity shops and now it's just all laid out. Of course, some of it's missing. Like um, <laughs> yep. the tag match at WrestleMania 1, anything at WrestleMania 2. I believe there was something in WrestleMania 20, Garth, but I can't, it doesn't quite come to mind. <laughs> um, hmm. Of course, anything involving Kurt Angle because, of course, TNA. I remember, I remember getting excited around the time actually, because this is before I realised how shit Hulk Hogan was. And in ring, in ring, and in person, um, no. and in life, and as a husband. But and if you watch the sex tape, allegedly as a lover. But <laughs> it's about two podcasts now. I've brought up love. Anyway, um. I, I was excited when left TNA because like, ooh, he'll be in the next wrestling game. And to be fair, the community creations for two, like the story creator and the fact that you could share those stories on community creations, yeah, extended th- extended the life of that game way beyond 
even when it stopped because people kept creating stories. I used to love doing a lot as well. Like, um, someone recreated Wrestlefest within 2K14, um, <laughs> and it was great. Class. Like, and I actually had like, a character selected at the beginning, and they added some other characters, and it was just, it, it's great. It's just great. The most fun you can have. It's so, honestly, I'm so sad. Like, it's, it was inevitable, obviously, but I'm so sad they closed down the um, community creations for that now. It's understandable, I guess. No, it's understandable. Like, uh, but, but what I think they do need to bring back that story mode, or that story I creator. I used, love, I, used love, I used to just love, like you say, like downloading other people's stories and seeing what the hell was going on. No, that, I like, remember somebody did a um, two hours. The recreate with then sort of recreated Edge's whole career in the story mode. <laughs> it was class. Being fair, Edge is my favorite. So, um, I remember because I I got this game a few months after release. Um, when I got my 360, and there was still the Ultimate Warrior pack available for the same price, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, why wouldn't I? And then, like, literally all the memory on my Xbox until I got myself a hard drive was taken up by all the DLC, because so, you had, like, Biggie Langston, and I remember they had, like, three people to try- entice you to buy the DLC. Mm-hmm. And those three people, Gaff, were the giant for the NWO pack. Whoa. <laughs> I know, right? Um, fuck, who was it? Summer Ray for the new Stars pack. <laughs> and to be fair, there was no women in this game, so she became a women's champion in my career mode. And there's no women. Well, there's there's like six or seven. There's like Exana, Natalia, AJ, Rebellas, Lee, and Trish, I think. And that's about it. Yeah. Um, and then Virgil was for the... It's weird, because Virgil was there, but... Oh, no, Million Dollar Man... Million Dollar Man was in the main game, wasn't he? Yeah, did they not have... um, Is this not the one where they have to introduce downloads for people like the Usos and stuff? Oh, Usos weren't... It was weird. Usos were DLC for WWE 13, but... Oh, no, they were just in 2K14. No, 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 they weren't. They They were in WWE 13, but not 2K14, which is weird, because 2013 is when they got pushed. I I remember having to download a lot of people for 2014... Like a lot. No, oh, I I downloaded. Well, but to be fair, for me, most of the downloads from community creations again. Um, and it, it's something I do. These, it's, a, it's a game I do miss. These bloody WWE games. <laughs> the, the, the DLC like, up, is insane. End up bloody spunking ninety quid on them or something because I always buy the DLC. We'll get onto that with um, later in the list, but yeah, but the, this is where the DLC started getting like because of the old games you'd get like a character and they were like two quid a character, which is fine. But like this is where you start to get like fifteen pound packs, and then uh, fucking additional move packs and stuff. Yeah, like and then like pre-order bonuses, which became DLC later down the line. Yeah, it's just it's, a, it's much of a muchness, isn't it? Let's move on. It's not like back in your day three. where you where you'd buy a cartridge, and everything was on the cartridge, and then wrestlers were real wrestlers like Papa Shango. And they'd wrestle right. five, um, five times a day down at the Sportatorium in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Don't knock Papa Shango. <laughs> He's on your He's roster, great. isn't he? Damn right. Uh, so, uh, we're going to go to the top three? I guess, like, if, I'm, if I have to stop making old jokes, then fine. But <laughs> Well, you can make an old joke because this next game coming up so 15 years old now. Well, to be fair, I... Uh, Despite the fact it's past my time, I've definitely put a lot of hours into this one because it's Smackdown, Here Comes the Pain. 
me and Gaff were talking about this before. Like, so literally the whole thing about this game is its career mode. It's probably the best career mode in any WWE game. It's it's. This is still my favorite wrestling game. Like, I, I it's know, not the best Gaff, wrestling game, but Gaff put this pretty high. Gaff didn't even put our number two on his top ten list, and I think that was a deliberate ploy to take it further down the list for cut. No, I mean, you like? I just don't. <laughs> I like them, but I don't have as I don't have a, a as much an affinity we, as we've somehow jumped ahead. Let's quickly jump back and we'll, yes. s- we'll start arguing about this on the this next one. This is my personal favorite game, like wrestling game of all time. I'll let you spunk in this. Two thousand three. It would be two thousand three. Yeah, because um, yeah, two thousand three because WrestleMania nineteen was the arena in it. Um, I'll let you spunk over it in a second, Gaff. But I just <laughs> I just want to point out one weird thing for me, and that's for roster. Like, it's in this weird uh, in-between between the Attitude Era and Ruthless Aggression. It was, like, right as... It was when, yeah. It was when... And was it was this one of the... Was this one of the ones where they pulled in some of the ECW people? Mm. Like, Goldberg was in this one. Oh, Goldberg. Oh, WCW. Yeah, Goldberg was here. Um, no, that's the thing, because uh, that was a thing over the last few games. Like, because in the game before this, which I believe was Shut Your Mouth. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is the best for, um, like... Irish people say, like, shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, for shut your mouth, they had like DDP and Lance Cade, not Lance Cade, that's someone, but Lance Storm and Perry Saturn and all that. So, like, this is a thing. This one, this is the one where I was saying before, I watched somebody do a career mode mm-hmm. and they did it with um, Sean O'Hare. <laughs> 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 you see what I mean about a weird roster, though? Like, I mean, this is the only game he turned up in. You have John Cena before John Cena was like John Cena. You have like Rodney R- Mack. Yeah, you have you have Randy Orton when he's still doing the O thing. It's yeah, just Charlie Haas. Charlie Haas. Um, Test. Shelton Test Benjamin. Um, as like Team Angle, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. It's all just a bit. I weird. think this was was this the first game Batista was in. Yes, it's also the first game of Legend Scarf. Really? Yes, and I should have built this up earlier because I now need to find what legends they were. <laughs> I think it was. Here comes the pain. Legends. He wasn't there. P- was Piper. So was George the Animal Steel. <laughs> Show was Classic Undertaker, and so were the Road Warriors, and so was Sergeant Slaughter. But here's the thing, Garth, you know what was weird about that? Oh. They didn't have their own. Um, we didn't have our own entrances. We just had the WrestleMania three entrance. Where they c- come down on the on the ring thing, the yeah. Car thing, yeah. yeah. That's just I mean, I suppose it. It's a way to get them in without having to take up too much sort of time and space. I guess, but also like I understand that for like George the Animal Steel, who never really had an entrance, but fucking. Mm-hmm. But when it happens with Roddy Piper, it's just a bit jarring, isn't it? Yeah. You know, when I'm sure you could go in and customize it because the customization on it was pretty good. But it's the same for all these WWE games because nobody actually wants to simulate WWE these days. <laughs> it was just, just everything about it was so good, especially sort of a step up from the last game. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely the height of that thing. With the reason they moved over to something else after this because they'd have a hell of a I mean, time tough in it. Like for the... career mode, insane. Like you could make your own fact. It was literally choose your own. Adventure, anything could happen. To the so point, it's, I think it's for like one career mode where you can be left off of shows if you fuck up. Like if you keep losing, oh, yeah. like, if you keep losing, we stop booking you. 
And you could, I mean, if you you could go to your sort of GM if you want to smack down on and say, I want a title shot, and they'll say no. <laughs> or you'd say, you could go and say, sort of, I want to switch brands. And like, no, we're not going to let you do that. And it was just so, it felt well, like not you, real. You could go up to Rhino and call him a cunt, and he'll fucking twat you. <laughs> and you won't <laughs> even get, like, you won't you even get ra- the chance to fight him back. He just twats you and walks off. You would randomly sort of bump into people, and maybe they would hit you, and then you would have a brawl. Or maybe they would just laugh at you and walk away. It was just, it felt, the best thing about it is that it felt random. And obviously it wasn't, but. No, exactly. But like, like, you can play for like two or three times and have a different outcome every time. Yeah. I love the fact that you could sort of, there was one bit where you could team up with somebody and then you could either decide to go for the title belt or break up and then <laughs> have a feud with each other. No, exactly. And, and it would, it probably, it probably leads to some weird. Outcomes like you have fucking Shauna Hair versus I don't know, Gaff, who was another random person in this? Uh, Maven. Maven? Was Maven in this? I think so. Holy shit. Wasn't he? Maven. Maven. Holy fuck. <laughs> Ultimo, Ultimo Dragon? Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo was in this. And I, I, remember... I, used to always, I used to always pick Ultimo Dragon. No, because like now, Gaff, I'm like a Japanese wrestling smack. And to, which is. A lot of many jokes in the group chat, more than we end up getting on here. But they bully me, guys. Um, <laughs> then, but then, like, I remember seeing Ultimate Dragon and this and thinking, fuck is this guy? Like, this Rey Mysterio knockoff? Because. <laughs> oh, no, because of course <laughs> WWE conditions you to think anyone who's not. Who's. At the time, at least, if they're in a mass, they're a Rey Mysterio knockoff. Oh, yeah. Because, so, like, in between, like, 2007 and, like, no, like 2005 and 2007, it's basically the only, only mass wrestler they had. Like any luchador like, they brought in. They... And it was like, it was like he was the originator of luchador as well. No, exactly. It's like he, apparently fucking Rey Mysterio is, El, is Los Santo, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this thing was, it's a blast. It's fun. It's like, it's a weird, it toes the line between arcade and simulation quite well. Like, cause the, mm. cause the, um, animation is a simulation, but the gameplay is arcadey. Just pure arcade. Yeah. I, the one thing I, the first thing I remember playing this for the first time, and straight away I was like, I'm Goldberg. And you do the spear, and the camera shakes slightly, or the ring sl- shakes, and it was yes. like, holy shit, that it felt like you fucking hit someone, like, and then you do the jackhammer or whatever, and the ring, the way the ring bounced and stuff, and it just felt everything had an impact. The way the ring used to sort of the apron used to sort of flex and things, and the ropes would. It was the first one I think where the ropes used to bounce when you ran in the ring. Mm. That added so like they obviously pushed the PS2 as far as it could go with this stuff. Because especially the graphics at the time. Were, I mean, even going back again, I've got this, and I played it not too long ago. The graphics don't look bad. It's still playable. Like it's. Like, try and go back and play SmackDown 1 or 2 on PS1. It's absolute dog shit. And to be fair, but like, but, but I think PS1 graphics are the only graphics that are never going to get nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit. you had, we've went through like a 15, 8-bit and 16-bit thing. And now we can't really, like, no one's going to go, you know what I really want? A game <laughs> that looks exactly like, yeah. um, like. Jag- jaggedy 3D shit. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like, I want Whereas something that looks this, like Mario 64. This PS2, this sort of end of 
sort of life sort of was fucking really well it wasn't even that no it was like two it's... more smackdown games i think no, it was two. No, this is the last SmackDown game, and then it was like, um, SmackDown, SmackDown was yeah. Raw 06 and 07, and then it started to go more up. But this, this still that's hype for me. It's just such a good game. I remember spending so much time. I remember just thinking, like at the time, because they padded out so well. I remember thinking, God, this, this career mode lasts forever. It no, felt exactly. like it just went on and on and on. No, exactly. Um, unlike the actual 2K ones, which just go on and on and yeah. fucking on and fucking end already. <laughs> just, a, just such a good game. It's a great game with a slightly strange roster. I wonder how, what the modding scene is like for this now. Well, I'm guessing if you're running it on an emulator on a PC, there's some sort of mod. I know there's um, there was some p- people doing like HD upgrades for it. No, because I know... um. Like for like No Mercy and shit, there's a massive modern scene. Oh yeah, massive. Um, to the point where there's like two, every year there's like two K nineteen No Mercy edition or whatever. <laughs> like just. I mean, I would love to see an, an a modern update for SmackDown. That's rumored very heavily. Really? Yeah, it's like a Here Comes the Pain with like mod. Well, it's just like a Here Comes the Pain remake, but I doubt it's going to be a one to one remake because you know Chris Benoit and Jimmy Snooker in there. And THQ don't exist anymore. No, exactly. And, what I think... They... Well, is it is it because it's Ukes and they have split with... Oh, yeah, they have. Well, I was going to talk about that on the last one. Um, but yeah, right. Ukes have split from WWE now, haven't they? So I don't quite know what that means for the WWE games. Well, it said they, it always said that they'd been working on a wrestling game and the reason was apparently that's not the direction that 2K wanted to go in. Well, Ukes have a fallback because um, their own... They own New Japan. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, I think they'll be fine. Um, at least for like, like there'll be enough interest to turn a profit, I assume. Speaking of Japanese wrestling, uh, hey, Segway, Fire Pro Wrestling, which is like, no offense, Garth, this is kind of my <laughs> domain. Go wild. I uh, know. So, <laughs> Garth, how many hours have you spent on this game? Not. Uh, in, what include like over all of them? Yeah, let's go over over all versions you've ever played. Um, because I've had it on the Game Boy Advance. I had I spent quite a lot of time on the. In, this just shows you how fucking old and <laughs> how much of a smart I am or was. I imported a Japanese. Well, it was actually it was an American version of. Uh. Fire Pro Returns on the PS2. Yeah, that's the PS2 one. I was, I was, because I remember. And I had to mod my PS2 just so I could play that game. Yeah. And I also had to buy an, uh, what was it called? Uh, Action, Action Replay. Replay Max. Yeah, where you can, where, you, where fucking... you like crushed packs onto your car. It, it's so weird looking, like, because we're mostly going to be talking about World. And yeah. <laughs> just how easy it is to get rest. Well, on the PC version, it's literally just a click. With PS4, it's, it's just, a bit more annoying, but you know. With the t- with that PS2 version, I spent a lot of fucking time on that. Like, I would say almost as much time as I spent playing SmackDown. Ooh. But I would always go back to SmackDown because it was more uh, bells and whistles. Whereas <laughs> Fire Pro was Fire Pro. Of, Fire Pro was essentially a purist form of like wrestling. Fine, that's what... where the wrestling was excellent. There was no stories. There was nothing. It was just wrestling, which was good. I enjoyed that. But well, then, 
Yeah. But well, I think across them all, I reckon I must have spent about, I don't know, 50 hours maybe. 50 hours. You see, Gaff, in, on the Steam version alone, I have spent 717 hours on Fire Pro Wrestling World. <laughs> Disgusting. It's not dis- <laughs> You know what, Gaff? That doesn't even include time browsing the workshop. <laughs> it is unbelievable. And awesome- it's just not like it's just not where you've been playing it and you sort of fell asleep or something and left it running. Maybe a couple times, but like, <laughs> I it's still like in the six hundred hour range if that's the case. Like, if- yeah, it's still a lot. It's still. Then again, when you think about it, it's two years old now. And so, okay, it's more than a, it's about it's more than like an hour a day if you average it out. But I love this fucking game, Gaff. So, yeah, what like what Gaff said, like Fire Pro, like it has the best match feel of any wrestling game. Like, yeah, it, I'll agree with that. Matches built like it's a proper King's Road way of looking at things, where matches actually build to this massive crescendo and like i it's possible to like i never mark out to anything that happens like a wwe game because it's all like animations but like because of the sprite nature of fire pro like i mark out because moves do literally come like there's no setup the moves just come from nowhere like um i remember i was like to the point like i run a lot of tournaments on this like i recently ran a pro wrestling world cup and like with twenty four people split it into four groups of six, like I assume the FIFA World Cup, that's what we do, right? We have group stages and then a knockout stage. Is that Correct. what we do? Yes, I got I got a sporting thing right. So I did that. I remember sending it sending the brackets to my friend and he was like, You're gonna be insufferable for the next week, aren't you? I'm like, Yes. <laughs> yes I Because <am." laughs> um I'd like I I went fucking I had like Great Kali representing India. No, I didn't. I had him, him, but then I was like, there must be someone better from India. So I got Sanjay Dutton, and then like Angelica. Like I got proper smarky with it. Fucking hell! <laughs> See, you would love Total Extreme Warfare. No, but no, that's why that's you were explaining it earlier, and I'm like, this sounds amazing, but also, um, just for, so like I, I I I was looking at Fire Pro for ages before it came to Steam. Like I was. Like, waiting for a decent way to play Returns. Because I just yeah. assumed there was never going to be another version. And I was like, this looks so good. Like, this looks exactly like what I'm looking for from a wrestling game. Well, before this came out, I mean, we're talking maybe about four or five years ago. I remember buying, I remember, again, specifically setting up a US PSN account. To get returns so I could buy it PS3. off the... Off the market to put it on PS3, yeah. Yeah, I remember because you used that same account to buy it early on PS4. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite. I remember you doing that, and you were playing through, and you played through a tiny bit of Champions Road, and I'm like, it's not out on the PC yet. Um, I remember, I must, you yeah, must have hated, you must have hated, um, for PCs. No, not the. Well, yeah, because we get much better cores on the PC. <laughs> And the fact it cost me a fucking fortune on the PlayStation. Oh, what is it like forty pounds, and that's only included fifty. It's like fifty-five dollars, and that's only including the New Japan DLC and nothing else. Because that was just the game, nothing else. Well, with the, the New Japan roster. Oh yeah, you got the New Japan. That stuff which on. is a set, which is separate on um piece on PC, but like the base game's cheaper to accommodate it. <laughs> so to be fair, to be fair to Gaff, there is a lot of DLC here, but like they come out quite sporadically. 
And like at this point, I think if you own all previous DLC on Steam, well, they like well at least for the last pack, which had Jay White, Shingo, um, Tokyo Pimp, and Toa Hanare for some fucking reason, like Toa <laughs> Hanare, like for Impact, Garth. Imagine if you didn't have Austin Theory, but they brought out a pack that had Desi Hit Squad in it. <laughs> like that's basically what's happened here. Like, well, like someone like Robbie Eagles isn't that big a deal. Like you bring him out before Toa fucking Hinare. But anyway, um, so, so there's that that came out for free. But like there's that pack with um those four wrestlers. There's a junior pack with a ton of junior wrestlers. And to be fair, a whole story mode. Um, fire promoter, which is just I love. Like mad shit happens in fire promoter. Like it's not as in depth as something like um, Wrestling Empire or um, TEW, yeah. but like it's just in depth enough to cause you anxiety. Remember, I had to, my first time I ever did a promote. I, I often like do them for like a few years of a promoter, then I get bored of my current roster and completely do, redo it. But um, recently, I did a promoter mode with Matt Riddle. Um, that had Matt Riddle in it, and he sat like they give wrestlers popularity and to start off off with he was one of the more popular ones so i put him in the title scene i what well, ended up in a very weird situation where he would beat people in like under five minutes <laughs> like goldberg them and like everyone i feel like shabbat at him didn't work through brock lesnar at him didn't work aj styles didn't work like all of these like amazing wrestlers and they couldn't beat him and i remember it was a problem because he he kept current fans because he was so popular because of how convincingly he won. But also every time I couldn't get new fans because whenever they'd watch, um, they'd they wouldn't um they wouldn't stay because the match quality was so bad because he was beating everyone so fast. So like <laughs> I was in this weird situation where I couldn't really grow, but I couldn't really fail. And I was like, this is peculiar. And like for example, so like I tend to sim them because. Five Pro, like I put it on a fast setting to get through it, but like Five Pro is just as compelling to watch as it is to play. So like some, oh, yeah. so like sometimes I play mm. Fire Promoter, sometimes I um sim it. I've, on the most recent one, I keep people um champions keep having one defense range. <laughs> so like, for example, <laughs> so Ishii was the champion, and then Lesnar won the belt. Um, from him, and I'm like, okay, so what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna put Lesnar against Eddie Kingston, who's like one of my lower card guys. And I was like, Eddie Kingston's not that popular, he doesn't have that highest score. This will be an easy win for Brock and will help legitimize his title reign because I want to build him up for a rematch Fishy, as you do. Um, but then <laughs> Kingston beat Lesnar because <laughs> he his um finishes the spinning back fist of the future and. <laughs> that's, his, that's the actual name of the move um, and he does it and it criticals Brock Lesnar <laughs> so like he knocks out Brock Lesnar and it's like well shit Eddie Kingston's now my champion so I'm like okay so I'll put him against um, Jordan Grace he's also on my thing and then Jordan Grace beats Eddie Kingston and I'm like ah okay so I'm like fuck it put Jordan Grace in there against Angle and Angle rolls up Jordan Grace and I'm like just can someone have more of one successful defense, please? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, I went through tw- like you. So you won twelve shows a year, and I went through twelve champions that year. 
hey, it's just keeping it keeping it exciting. Keeping brutal way of looking at it. Anyway, there's also the New Japan collaboration and also um, the Takiyama. I don't know if that was on T- PS4, but um, do you know who um, Takiyama is? Um, Yoshi Yoshihiro Takiyama. Nope. Right, so he's this really famous um, Japanese wrestler. Well, not famous. He's sort of in the... I'm trying to think of an example you'd know. It's of the Christian role, where he's never like the top guy, but he's very dependable and always puts on an amazing match. Yeah. Like, he could have a convincing long run. Wherever he was. And he was really good, but when he was wrestling for DDT, he t- if you want recommendations, which you probably won't, watch his matches with Kabashi. But, um... See, you need put the links in the group and then it's also, easy access. Also, um, he had a legendary MMA match with Don Fry. Who? Don Fry, he's... <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know MMA enough to explain this to you, Garth, but um, <laughs> it's where, like, have you seen that, have you seen, like, wild MMA clips where there's this Japanese guy and this big black guy holding onto each other's head and, be- like, just constantly beating the shit out of each other's yeah. head? That's probably... Like, literally just that. Yeah, like, no, that's Takayama, that's probably Takayama, because that's one of the most famous moments in, like, um, Japanese MMA history. So, like, <laughs> if you've seen that, that's probably, it's probably Takayama. But yeah, so, like, he took a bad bump and got become paralyzed. Jesus. Yeah, so oh, I do remember that. That was recent, wasn't it? It was twenty end of twenty seventeen. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that in the news and stuff. Yeah, so um, they release they release it's basically just an edit with one move, which is like the punch thing with Don Fry, and it's two quid. You get you get a really good edit of Takayama, and all the money goes to. The Takayama Foundation, which was set up to help him, you know, live. So, that was good. But anyway, so, I've I've spent this much time talking about the DLC. What really brings me to Fire Pro Gaff, it is... Oh, fuck. The Stardom DLC is up. Holy shit. Holy shit, Gaff. The Stardom (laughs) DLC... Sorry. There's also Stardom DLC coming out. Oh, and holy shit, I'm so excited. Ah, 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 ah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm really excited about that. (laughs) Gaff is... Sounds really disappointed with me right now. Like every time I bring up Joshi, he's just like, Ugh. which deal with it, Garth, because five star GP's happening. Anyway, um, so there's just so much to do. So you can just create dream matches, like um, some mad shit. Like um, I've had Masawa versus Great Kali go to a sixty minute draw, <laughs> which was actually really entertaining because it was like sort of Masawa's elbows versus Great Kali's. Brain chop. <laughs> it's actually really entertaining, um, but yeah, you can download like the entirety of like the WWE roster with literally a button click, and it's on your because like each thing's only a few kilobytes, and it, they're all really well put together. That's the thing with the with the PS4 version; you have to go through like the website, and it really isn't very good. You know, I, the only reason I got the PS4 version, Garth, was because my laptop broke, and it was going to take a, like a month to fix it because the guy because the guy was cheap, but also because he didn't take he took his fucking time. Um, <laughs> so like I got I just couldn't go a month without Fire Pro, so I got the PS4 version. Right, and how did that work out? Well, like. It scratched my itch, Garth. I put like. I mean, it's fine. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's, it was. It's sort of like um, when. The problem I have with it is it's, and then this is gonna sound really sort of. You're gonna say lack of pomp and circumstance, aren't you? Not just that. It just looks cheap. Well, it's a like budget. The menus a, are really poor. It's a budget game, Garth. Yeah. 
Oh wait, it's fucking not. <laughs> it didn't cost a budget. It's it's um, it's made on a budget. <laughs> um, but the menus are really bad. The music's fucking. Oh, I, t- oh. I, I t- there's on the PC version you can add your own background music, so you f- I'm fine there. You need to, and the, the, like, I mean, what the fuck is it with all those like animated chains and fire, and like? That, but actually, that's a, an annoyance when I whenever I try to record it because it. Well, I tried to do a promoter mode for the YouTube channel, but because of the chains and stuff, it kept stuttering. Because of it's... yeah, why? Yeah, no, and, that's like, like it's the, the pre. A... The pre-update. Have you seen the pre-update on PC menu? Because it was, it wasn't. It 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 was literally very bare bones, but also, it didn't look cheap. It just looked like our game. Uh So like that, I don't know. Like honestly, if your biggest problem is oh the menus. No, I mean that's not the biggest problem. But when when you're spending so long staring at them, like when it comes to sort of when you're doing the tournaments and stuff like that. I guess. Um, to be fair, Gaff, um, because you can't. You, that's one annoyance. You can only play as one person if you're playing a tournament. So, like, if I'm doing a yeah. tournament, I just set it up separately and play through it that way. That's the thing with FirePro. A lot of it is down to how much you want to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, it's not like the Dota regains where we just put stuff there for you to do, with the exception of the story modes, which is the one thing I'll give against this game. It's, which is well, because while I really enjoy the story modes, I do love a good, um, trashy anime no- um, graphic novel. Which is what these are. Like, you, your character, like, loves Tanahashi and Yuji Nagata. Depending on whether or not you play the junior or heavyweight story mode, either Yuji Nagata or Jushin Thunder Liger slaps you in the back of the head every time you get cocky. And it's like... and you, get, you start getting, like... Uh, I remember playing through the, the career at the beginning and it was Tanahashi just laughing at the guy because <laughs> he was so yeah. pitiful. No, exactly. <laughs> the problem is, they also, you can't set... You can set easy, medium, or hard. The problem is hard. Um, I might, for example, in hard. So I get I'm playing through the Super Junior DLC for now, um, and I got to the um, the best Super Junior tournament. Like it's on level five difficulty, <laughs> which like I get. Not everyone's put seven hundred hours into this game, but like that's not a hard difficulty. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like literally, the only problem with the career mode, if it let you set like what level to play on, it would be great. But it doesn't, so like you're you're Goldberging through all the matches, and like it's like a here comes a pain thing where like different things happen depending on whether you win or lose. You don't have to win, and that's what I want to be have the opportunity to lose to see where it goes. Yeah. So, but like when I played through the actual story, I got to the G one and I just beat everyone in five minutes. And like I had as competitive a match with Isaka as I did with Okada, and it's like, well, yeah, bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's literally the one failing of the game. Like, there's so many great... Like, literally, just, I'm never bored playing Fire Pro. Like, something different. You get something different. Like, one of my favourite things to do, Gaff, is just random eight-mans. Just totally random them. Yeah, so you have, like, Jey Uso, Lance Archer, um, Kento Miyahara, and Jeff Hardy versus Magnus Bram, um, <laughs> Spike Dudley, and King Cueno, and it's like this. <laughs> this is insane. I love it. Um, That's the thing with it. I mean, you can put it on, not have to worry about loading. <laughs> not really. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, on the PS4 version, the... it t- if you just if you download a bunch of people at once, it takes ages to re-download them. Uh, it, it sort of because it has to download them every time, doesn't it? Yeah, but, but... no, it doesn't. The PC the problem is it takes seconds on the PC. On the PS4, it takes forever. 
Yeah. But once you're but actually in, it takes no time. When you're in that playing the game and you get to grips, the thing is getting to grips with the timing. Once you get used to that, that's when it opens up, and that's when you have like a load of fun no, with it. Exactly. And but of course, I have seven hundred hours in now. Timing is no problem for this boy. But yeah, no, it's just great. And like all the DLC packs are worth it, especially since it completely opens up the workshop tier. Which again, think of, like name me a wrestler, Gaff. Um, any wrestler? Just any wrestler. Shockmaster. Shockmaster. Well, in seconds, Gaff, I'm putting Shockmaster into the workshop. <laughs> and several different versions have come up. You have so, so much to choose from. Um, if you get the PC version, by the way, um, Avengers 3 makes some, makes great cards, as does um, Otaku, um, something something, and DJKM77. They just make great cards. But yeah, literally, and <laughs> you know what I love? Because you can also name like tags when he's put in Shockmaster. Also, options for tugboat comes up, which I love. <laughs> and Tyson. Yeah. So, like, let's, whatever error you love, you can create that roster. Yeah, I think on the. I remember on the. Um, once again, on the PS2 version, I had the full 80s stroke, early 90s WWF roster with the old ring, the like the old blue apron everything yeah. it looked amazing the thing is we're talking like it's only simulation you can go crazy do you want a complete roster of bears well there you go do you want marvel comics power rangers boom power rangers all there um actually you know what i was going to download a power rangers pack but then i said no logic included and i'm like fuck you man yeah you've got to have that shit although i remember i had a megazord one and he just kept destroying people because it's one of his big moves he brought out a fucking scythe and started raking people's eyes and like I put him versus Cold Rebushi and I'm like, they're killing him. He's fucking dead. Stop it. Stop it. Cold Rebushi's so pretty. This would probably be number one if you had the PC version. <laughs> possibly, or if I had more time to put into it, or if it had some sort of proper story thing to it. No, but I think as a proper story, it's just the the way it does. For and actually, that's one thing I'm disappointed about with the upcoming Stardom. DLC is that they didn't include enough people to have a story mode. Yeah. And like I want a stardom story mode so much. I even created a backstory for my rest for my rest for my stardom wrestler. She grew up in a house full of brothers who just would not stop fighting, so she had to Shin them with wrestling. Yeah, so she had to learn how to wrestle to keep up. But then she discovered a love <laughs> for the craft. That's one thing I love. I also love creating wrestlers and just giving them a stupid backstory. Like, eat. Speaking of stupid. Are you about to segue to number one? Are are you getting bored of me talking about Fire Pro now? Because you knew this was going to happen. I knew, but I think. (laughs) Gushed. Well, I've gushed. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say buy it it's completely worth it you just missed out on a developer sale on steam it's actually quite funny because on steam the fucking dlc is on sale all the time but never on the ps4 it wasn't sale on the ps4 i think it was down to sort of 15 quid what for the dlc man you should have uh, jumped on no that. no no the dlc is 15 quid as well <laughs> <laughs> but i mean just to get the base game i think it's i think it's, it's worth 45 getting. it's 45 pounds on ps like ps4 oh. like ps4 depending on how much you think you can get out of it maybe not but it's like 20 quid on its own on steam yeah 
And then, like, there's still a ton of really good created cat things ready for you. And then if you like it, pick up all the DLC. Like, for, I think for all the DLC on Steam, it's like 15 quid or something. So, well, not yeah, 15, it's like... It's definitely worth it. But if, if you don't, if you don't want to get that on the PS4, there is an alternative. Our number one. Our number one. Which literally made it to number one because not, none of us put it in the bottom half, but none of... But I, th- but I don't think any of us put it number one. Um, I think we agreed it was the best WWE game. Yeah. Thing is, like, cause um, your favourite here comes of pain. Mine is yeah. based on the last, I think, twenty minutes of gushing fire pro. <laughs> and Ro- what would Rob's be? I'm pretty sure he said. I think he said one of these was the two. I think he might have said this one even. Oh no, yeah. Oh no, actually no. I remember that with Blackpool. First thing he said upon us getting settled in the hotel room, the orgy was over. We were all snuggling, <laughs> and he was like, "2K19 is the best wrestling game ever." And I immediately jumped out of bed. Um... <laughs> I, I, I find it hard to disagree. <laughs> it has everything that you want in a wrestling game. <clears throat> you can create whatever you want with attributes and the sliders. I mean, I've done it as sad as it may seem. I must have spent at least 20, 10, 15 hours on just editing attributes. I was about to say, from... I've, pro- I've probably spent that much time just creating universe modes that I never end up using. Yeah, that's it. Like, creating characters, but just solely editing attributes from this list that these guys do on the Operation Sports website. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. It's amazing. But it totally changes the logic of the characters because you put a lot of the stuff down to their minimums. Um, have we said what game it is? 2K19? We have said 2K19. Yes, we have. <laughs> um, Imagine if we got this far and it was just like... <laughs> I know, that's it. But you edit the attributes in a way where their actual... Their high points take over. So if you've got Brock Lesnar... He's not going to have any top rope moves. He's not going to have any of that shit. So he doesn't go to the top rope and he just destroys people and it changes the logic, but you have to put the work in. But if you don't do that, you still got a fun arcade stroke simulation. This is very simulation heavy. The problem is, for simulation now, I kind of just go fire pro. Yeah. It's weird because this is the first time, like, because every year I buy all the DLC because I'm a mark. And the. I remember up until the day before release for 2K19, I was like, I'm just not going to bother this year because 2K18 was dog shit. Let's be frank. It was all right. No, it wasn't because it would chug every time there was more than six characters on the screen. And it's sort of like, if you can't run eight people, don't give us eight people matches. And like, well, now 2K19, everything runs smoothly. The engine's greatly improved. Everything's great. But so I was just like, I'm not even going to bother. But then... I heard that about how it's an actual story this time, and I jumped on it, and then I just didn't end up playing the story until very recently, where I've been slow, this, where I've been working my way through it. The story's mad, by the way. Um, the story's crazy, but then has some fucking stupid. Okay, so um, Gaff, quick, because as soon as you get to SmackDown, they put you in a battle royal. Yeah. Oh fuck that. I got, and the thing that is, was so. There's no strategy. It's basically just hit fit people and hope they don't throw you out. That's basically the only strategy. So I got lucky and got through it in like two attempts and Garth is still <laughs> stuck on it. But what I'm, where I'm stuck right now, Garth, so obviously it's you're a baby face and everyone hate and everyone hates it's actually quite funny because like I have a proper like King's Road 
um, moveset. King's Road, strong style, S move, like Kawada, Masawa, Kabash. So, like, my finishes are an Emerald Flosion variation and the Burning Hammer. <laughs> and my signature is um, a discus clothesline. So, it's like proper, like, I am a smart moveset. And it's got, got, when you go up against the Miz, it's just somewhat comical. But yeah, so I'm at a bit where you ha- where Triple H just put you in a handicap match with Sheamus, Cesaro, and Samoa Joe. Nice. And it's hard. He- yeah, no, it's really hard. And to to be fair, um, one one thing that um bricked 2K18 a lot for me in the career mode was for loot system because it was clearly designed to introduce micropayments, which we then never brought in because of the backlash Battlefront 2 got. But, like, 2K19 isn't set up that way. You literally just... You earn a set amount, which is... And, like, for each match win, it's enough to get, like, two or three packs. Mm-hmm. So, like, you there's a natural progression there, which is great. And, like, within... Uh, and so it is actually, like, you're learning as and getting better as opposed to give us your money and you'll get better. Yeah. So, like, it's fixed all the problems from 2K18. And, honestly, it's really good. It's the best WWE game, but I just... Literally because Fire Pro is everything I want out of a wrestling game. I, I've, I've still put like several, like at least like twenty, thirty hours into it. I think it's the best universe has been because it does feel like it's living and moving breathing. every week. Yeah, it's something's happening every week. It doesn't even mean like because in the past stuff like only really used to happen with your main rivalries, but this time you might have a match where randomly someone will come out during the match you're like why the fuck's he done that and then it sets up a rivalry mm-hmm. uh, and, and then they just... have that potential rivalry stuff which is basically a rivalry but we don't have enough slots to put another rivalry in yeah it's, it just it keeps things ticking and it feels like it's a show <laughs> exactly um, and they're like sort of again the roster's great the creation suite is fucking insane like literally most of the people you'll ever want in your roster are on are on community creations, or yeah. maybe some sort of obscure. But, but his, I mean, so, his some of them are like that. some of them almost look as good as the in-game creations. Like ICW mid carders and Stardom wrestlers, I can find good cars off. Like there's a good Tam Nakano, and you and despite the fact I mention her a fair bit, you probably don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, or. BT Gun, there's, some, there's a real good BT Gun, um, Jackie Polo. You know what's weird? Mayo Iwatani, who's like the one person from um, Stardom you'd have heard of. I can't mm. find a good version of her to save my life. Yeah. It's weird, like, it's weird, yeah. like, who there's, like, no good... It took ages for a good Penta, for example, to be up in community yeah. creations. And then, like, three pop up because people just rip off other people's. Yeah, no, exactly. But, I mean, you look, you look at stuff like um, the CM Punks. Oh, the CM the, Punks. Uh, you know, when um, Lee took a while. Champ, the t- uh, oh, the champ. Oh, day one, Tommaso Champ was an amazing yeah. Tommaso Champer up. There's a really good pack one. Oh, there's an amazing pack. Yeah, this is on PS4. Like, I keep hearing bad things about Xbox One community creation. Sucks to be Rob. Right. But um, the one annoyance <laughs> to me, and I don't know why they restrict they restrict um logos to a thousand per safe. Yeah. That's really fucking annoying. Uh, Twenty downloads or uploads per day which is a bit fucking stupid i don't understand because they count logos in that no we can't well we don't count 
individual logos on a wrestler, but if you download a logo, that's counted as or one if, of your downloads. If download. you download, like, if you download a an arena, it counts the arena and, and the, the logo. Sh- um, no, if you ca- download a show, it counts the creation it? of it. So what I do, right, I just yeah. download the arena and then just create the show. Because to play with it, it's it's super weird how they do it. Like, but, but like, honestly, like, if they just remove the download limit, like, t- I, I'd have, I'd play 2K19 more often. And, like, the download limit and the logo limit, they're literally the only pro. Because, like, again, I'm sorry to, like, keep comparing, but I kind of have to with Fire Pro. Literally, there's no restrictions. Like, unless you download I mean, someone who has DLC you don't own, there's no restrictions. It sounds like we're ragging on it, which is it's not harsh, it's because we want it. It's, it's, the, it's, the main, and... it's the main wrestling game. We want it. Like, I literally, mean, these things, remo- remove them and you make it perfect. Setting up universe is such a good... It's such good fun because you're picking people to be on your rosters. You're picking rivalries. No, you're doing... It's weird because it's just as compelling hearing about other people's universes as it is play like every time yeah. like i do a universe mode i update you guys about it and rob's like oh what's happening next i'm like we well, have to tune in next remember i did an nxt uk one a while ago yeah. and <laughs> i had like faction warfare going on i had it's like just... gallus versus imperium versus british strong style versus it's... villain enterprises which was a bit random it's one of those things where you you put in all the hard work and then when you start playing it you're like you're really sort of looking forward to seeing how it, how they unfold. The thing is, we play universe mode very differently. I turn rivalries off and I sort of, I create my own. I mean, so I think I is mean, why, which again, I think is why Fire Pro appeals to me because a lot of it is making your own. I go through it and I'll set up uh, who I think would potentially be rivals and then I just let the computer... Normally when I start a new mode... Like if I start a new universe, I'll skip a year, a full year, and just see what crazy shit's happened. I had one I had one universe mode where Drew McIntyre got injured and then had to retire. <laughs> he was out can of that the happen? Game. Can that happen? Huh? Holy shit. That was on, that that can was ha- on eighteen. That can happen or nine in, or seventeen. I forgot to mention that can happen in Fire Promoter where someone gets an injury and it's like and they'll be like, um, Oh, they, they will come back in six months, but they'll never be the same again. And they spend, they come back eight, and they can't was, win a match. It was eighteen. It was eighteen or seventeen when the Drew thing happened, and it was he got injured, really bad injury, and then it's he came back, and then he got injured again. It says um, Drew McIntyre won't be returning. Oh, that's such a shame. Drew injury. It's one, like, it's, that's such. Oh, that's a shame. But it was at the same time. I was like, that's great. That's amazing. I remember, what I, I remember what I did once. Um, I just set up. I just kept default rosters, with the exception of I called up um, some NXT guys, and also added some better women because you know, fuck having the iconics wrestle for the championship and throwing Mayo Rotani in there. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and then I simmed to the Rumble, and some yeah, and it's bad because it it's weird because when left to its own devices, it defaults to what WWE wants. <laughs> so like Roman was the world champion by the time I got there and like Rey Mysterio was inconspicuously the US champion despite being on the other brand and I'm like how the fuck is this happen? is this what happens when I leave you to this is why I don't let you do things yeah. um, but it's weird there's some weird conspi- like I don't know there's a lot of NXT people missing because of how we do contracts down in NXT yeah like some of them still aren't classed as sort of fun fact three I don't. There's never been a WWE game with NXT wrestlers in it where the current NXT champion has 
been in the game, with the exception of 2K16 with Bala. No, because when 2K, oh, yeah, because um, with two with 2K17 it was Drew. Was it Drew? Yeah, no, because Joe was in 17. It was DLC in 16, I believe. Right. It was Drew. No, it was Drew. Yeah, it was Drew in 17. In 18, it was Almas. No, that makes no sense because Drew won off Almas. It was Joe. Fuck. I don't know why I corrected you. Um, and then Almas and then this year, Champa. Champa's, like, I mean, to be fair, those creations are fucking amazing. Oh, yes. But Champa creations are, um, that's one annoying thing about Fire Pro. You can't, it doesn't, this, it just doesn't have some moves. So, like, Champa's, um, Project Champa isn't in the game, so we just have a sell power bomb. Or, like, the, there's no better end for Pete Dunn, so it's just the pump handle slam. But, yeah. but, that's one I thing just... I'll give WWE 2K19 has all the moves you'd want. Um, why haven't you mentioned the Daniel Bryan story as well? I, I I never I I barely touched that. It's good. It's like it, it seems like a, it, it seems fun. It's funny because it it acknowledges Daniel Bryan's like outside weird. career. Yeah, it's weird because like and but also the best part it gave us Velocity Arena, which I love. <laughs> well, being the fucking idiot that I am, I just bought the uh, accelerator and I just downloaded everything straight away. No, that's the thing. I got the um. I got the deluxe edition because I'm like I get the DLC anyway. I'm just gonna and like it was on the it was at the beginning of the month summer. I just got paid and I'm like feeling feeling cocky and I'm like I always just think with this game I'm gonna get easily a year's worth of play out of it. No, exactly. It's just like somebody who buys FIFA or something like that. You know, you know what's actually quite funny. (laughs) Um, so I remember the day 2K19 came out. Came out. Um, my nana was here. Weirdly enough, (laughs) and. Um, my dad was like to my nana, hey, do you want to go down to Berwick? Which is, of course, just down the road from where I am. And she was like, yeah, sure. So I was like, I came down. And I figured in my head, because I was just going to um, go to like my local Asda to get 2K19. But I'm like, if you're going to, down to Berwick, I'll go down and have a walk and pick it up from the Morrisons they have there. We didn't have it in the Morrisons gaff. So I'm like, okay, I'll just pick it up when I get home. Got home. Um, went to the Asda. They had it on the shelf. But apparently, according to them, it wasn't out yet, despite the fact it was. <laughs> like, literally. Making up their own release dates. Exactly. And so, I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. So, I just got the next train up to Edinburgh. There's a game in the Waverley Mall. In in, in the mall in Waverley Station. Just walked into there. <laughs> bought the Deluxe Edition, which came with a random free Seth Rollins DVD. Walked back That's out it. and jumped on the next train. <laughs> And I got back, I walked back in, it's like, where did you go? I was like, I just went up to Edinburgh to get a game. And my dad was like, you went up to Edinburgh just to get a game? I'm like, you don't understand. Damn right, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I just, like, I always, um, it's like, I know people who will take days off to play card or whatever. I always tend to take the day off either of the WWE game coming out, so I guess it's stuck into it, or I'll wait until, like, the Monday after the weekend. And I got really fucking stuck into it. I know it's pretty sad, but you know. What do you think of what you've seen of 2K20 so far? I haven't really looked at much, but it doesn't look that different. Well, okay. Fair, like, so from what I've covered so far, Hogan's back. Yep. Which has hooked Garth already. Um, <laughs> um Lynch, it's, it's, I'm slightly annoyed that they also she put... looks. She looked absolutely shocking in-game from what I saw in the trailer. 
Oh, she didn't look like, great, did she? Like her, um, her... I saw, I've saw the, the, the advert, which is quite fun. The advert's great. But what slightly annoys me is Ro- why is Roman on the cover? Like, why why did we suddenly... It's like we couldn't go full in on... He's back. I don't know why we couldn't fully go in on lunch. I'm a bit sad we didn't. They should have done what they did. Um, they've only ever done it once. I think I might have been on... F- was it 14? Where they had the reversible cover? We did with Brian. I, cause I remember, Brian, yeah. Because I remember this. I remember I, I switched over to Brian on 14. So did I. I was like, yeah, fucking right. Yeah, I I'm sort of like, I don't want to be looking at the rocks weirdly. Like, Sexual. Yeah, no, that's the thing. You look at Danny Bryan and it's like, that's a nice man. I'd let him hang out with my niece. And then you look at the rock and it's like, you stay away from him, her, you bitch. Um, <laughs> um, it, I, I like the fact that there's a women's storyline now. Yeah. Like, mostly because A, it probably means two storylines, and B, as a inner Joshi fan. <laughs> you can set up a Joshi. No, but no, exactly. No, uh, well, you can't well, bring. You can, with I, an American accent. Yeah, no, no, but literally, I'm just gonna no. That's because in my back, I had to create a backstory because, of course, when I made my guy in 2K19, um, I set him from Edinburgh, Scotland. Because, hello, as you do, as you know, you set them from where you're from. Um, well, I'm not from Edinburgh, but like fucking, I I doubt we're gonna have Dunbar in. Imagine if <laughs> no, that's because we have air, and it's super. I was gonna say they've got air. It's, it's no, that's because Drew's from air. To be fair. Uh, well, it's quite they used sentence. to have Newcastle, but they don't anymore. Well, yeah, because Neville's not in there anymore. Yeah. Is it surreal for you when ever someone announced Newcastle? Very. Like to be it's like when um, obviously when we watched when I used to watch sort of Mania and stuff when if he came down, or when I used to watch Raw and things like that. <laughs> um, it was weird, yeah. From from new and the. Sometimes they would pre- pronounce it right, and sometimes it would be Newcastle. It's like, no. Stop. Every time. No, actually, you know what? What really got me once was when someone called. When Matt Stryker called Session Moth a Scottish wrestler. <clears throat> and I was like, Matt, she's she's welcome in Scotland any time. But she's not Scottish. <laughs> Scotland don't say, what's the story? <laughs> they say, this place is pure heathen with bobacks. But. Anyway, back to well, 2K19. And, and whereas <laughs> um, Geordies go, what up, you toon boy? But... <laughs> huh? I don't know. I don't know much about Newcastle, Gaff. I wouldn't come around calling people toon boys. <laughs> no, I don't. I talk I to, to Geordies like human beings, which is better than, <laughs> mo- which is better than most people give you. But... <laughs> True. With most my accent, that sounds like I'm fucking... I'm not. That's thing. I'm the most northern person here, but I have the most southern accent. I hate it. That's the thing. It's like I've been I've been to like America and things, and like oh Scottish. I was like no. No, that's thing. When I went down to Birmingham, they said I had an accent, and I'm like what? <laughs> like, cause um, to be fair, my friend down in Birmingham has a Scottish housemate, and when he came out, he was like wait. I like apparently I went proper Scottish, or maybe it just happens when I talk to other Scottish people. But anyway, mm-hmm. I look I. After 2K19, are you optimistic for 2K20? I am, but I think I'm going to stick with 19 until... Price 20. drops. Well, either the price drops or I'll wait until they get all of the kinks out and get all of the DLC released before I buy it. See, that's the smart thing to do. But I'll probably... I, I, well, 
I'll see that. I'll probably go and buy it the fucking day it comes out. Like two K seventeen, nineteen, and two K seventeen and nineteen. I bought the day it came out. Yeah. And then eighteen, not because I fucking saw the state of that game. I think I bought eighteen twice. Well, I bought it on release. It was shit. I got rid of it, and then it became really cheap, and I bought it again. Fuck's sake. Uh, to be fair, every time I, when me and Gareth are walking around Newcastle, we go into the CEX, and like I see Spider Man, I'm like, "Oh, you weren't a fan of that game, were you?" It's like, "Oh, I only played it for like two hours, and then I it was a rental, so I gave it back." I'm like, "Damn it, Gareth!" I, f- I finished it, but I hammered the I absolutely hammered my way through it, so I didn't really take time to appreciate it. It's such a great. We should talk. We should just do a video game podcast so we can talk about it. But anyway, that's our lists. But but ended on a weirdly meandering note, which happens every time. Um, next week, we will be here with No Mercy. Yes. Well, you won't, Gaff, because... I won't, no. I'm away on... I'm flying high. I'm flying up low under the woods. <laughs> he's coming to Scotland, is what he's saying. Yes. Well, I, actually, I won't ask you that on air, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not about in Scotland, you're coming, and it's like... Probably don't want to review... Just in case, like, one of... We love all 30 people who listen. But Jesus Christ, we don't trust you. Um, <laughs> no Mercy 2002, so me and Rob talking about, and I have the card up here, just there's two recommended cage match um, matches on cage match here. It's Lesnar and Taker in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Nice. And this is like good. I care about wrestling Lesnar. Yeah. And then and Taker. If I, if I, I believe was Wrestling Observer Match of the Year for 2002. Which nice. was Benoit and Angle versus Edge and Rey Mysterio for the vacant tag team championships. It's going to be an interesting chat. <sighs> yeah, and we, we ha- it was going to happen at some point. I'm going to have to ask Rob how many jokes I can make. Um, none. None. <laughs> just, just we're going to turn your mic off. Um, there's also some weird oddities. Jamie Noble versus Tajiri. Jamie Noble was like one of those people who just. He I always know. just bumped like a boss. Like bumped like it was his last match. Have you ever, have you ever seen his um any of his Ring of Honor matches? No. He was he was the Ring of Honor champion for a while. He's the well, guy. He's... Loads of people. Loads of people like you always hear people like Jericho and stuff saying such a great wrestler, such a great mind, and such a great sort of agent. Well, to be fair, you should have seen his stuff with Brian Danielson. It's great. Um, there's also Flair versus RVD. Oh yeah, be alright. On Dom Marie versus Tori Wilson. <laughs> Jericho, and, I might as well just do the rest of the card. Trish Raj versus Victoria. And Chris Jericho and Christian versus Booker T and Goldust. Oh, and Kane versus Triple H. For the, both the World Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships. Yes, it truly was. Because they retired. The for some reason, they retired the IC Championship for a few months. And then brought it back. It was, it was, all... it was very weird. We've... Uh... And the week after that, another top 10. Oh, yeah. For top 10 TNA wrestlers. So, Shark Boy, Lance Hoyt. Um, Crimson. Crimson. Gunner. Relic. Yeah. Fast killers. <laughs> but, um, who was the fucking Guitar Hero guy? Uh, D- Jimmy Rave. Yes. Um, Samuel Shaw. Christy Hemi. Generation Me. Generation. T- to be fair, Gaff. Their feud with Motor City Machine so you, Guns. I'm going to put them in. I'm going to say, look, I saw them first. <laughs> Gaff. And I reality, knew they were good then. In reality, we saw them at the same time. 
Well, well, this is a weirdly meander of... It's anyway. all the Bullet Club smarks, though. To be fair, Gareth, I saw the Young Buck before they were out before the Bullet Club smarks. They were big. They were big before the Bullet Club. Anyway, we'll get into that in two weeks. <laughs> little, little. Um, we're gonna have to inject some Japanese shit in here, Gareth. I'm starting to die. But well, you can put Okada in. He was in TNA. That has been the Podmania. That has been the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. I've been your host for this week, Chris O'Brien. I'll probably never be allowed to host again after this. Jesus Christ! I say that every time. Um, you can find me on Twitter at CandyChris97. You can find Gaff at Gothamania. You can find us wherever the guy be. And no, actually, Rob took all that shit out now, didn't he? he? Just has Simon Miller introducing us. So you can yeah. find us at Real Podmania on Instagram, at Podmania on um, Twitter, at um, the Real Podmania Pod on Facebook. Podcasts. Um, you can find us on all relevant podcasting platforms like Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, which I love how we link that. <laughs> like, that's the main place. Like, we leave our iTunes, but for some reason we link iHeartRadio. Uh-huh. Like, uh, also, check out the website because we've got a new universe mode. Oh, yes, we do. Um, I took NXT and somehow ended up with the oldest roster. <laughs> you've got a class. You've got the legends. No, that's the thing. I've got, like, the building to take over is a triple threat between T- Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and AJ Styles. <laughs> um, which, like, I think the median in that match is about 50. Um, then we have Vader versus Ricochet, which, to be fair, considering the fact Vader hated Ricochet and Osprey, is a perfect feud. And then we also have the club versus Jim Nightheart and Triple H. So that's getting updated. What is Rob doing it every week? He's di- like, yeah, I think he's doing it weekly. Yeah, and, and it's eventually. basically it's not video; it's story. So you get in there, read it. It's it's yeah. it's written like a review. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's really I, well done. I, I enjoy reading what Rob comes up with. Um, and yeah. then I'm pretty sure we're thinking about something with YouTube. Oh yeah, we're doing I'm gonna that reminds me I'm gonna have to fucking record some footage of games for the up for because I said I'd do that. I don't know why I said I'd do that. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, bye everyone. You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at Real Podmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans.